Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You can wrap this one, my friend, in maroon and white. Ten seconds, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Bingo! You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Well, one way or the other, you're listening to Thunder and Lightning here in this state tonight. Be it here on the radio with me or just outside. Goodness gracious, this weather we're having. This is Thunder and Lightning, Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Brian Haydad, Rhino, down there in Studio X. He uh, he doesn't control the weather, but he has he has his hands on everything else involved uh, with this program. Thanks for joining me here on an exciting night. We're going to have live reaction here as the SEC will be unveiling the 2024 schedule. But of course, if you were a uh, Mississippi State fan, or if you're a fan of Sports Talk Mississippi, you already know Mississippi State 2024 schedule, and it's starting to come out now. Uh, Mississippi State will travel. This is going to give you the full uh, eight games at home: Texas A&M, Arkansas, Florida, Missouri, on the road at Ole Miss, at Georgia, at Tennessee, at Texas. Some of y'all need to calm down. You just need to calm down a little bit, guys. You're like, oh, it's so tough, it's so tough. Guys, it, would it be any different if it was at Alabama and at LSU instead of Georgia and Texas? Or Georgia and Tennessee? What are we talking about here, guys? This is the SEC. You knew it was gonna, there were going to be tough games. There's, there's no getting around that. So people are out here tweeting. Mississippi State will travel to Austin. Yeah, I said that already. <laughs> Everybody should know that by now. You know, if you, if you follow the guys who know, I don't know what to tell you. So that's the schedule. That's what Mississippi State's good. I mean, yeah, it is it tough, sure. But every one of those home games, you can you can find a way for State to win them. Texas A&M State's been winning in that series. Arkansas State's been winning in that series. Florida and Missouri, Florida is not good right now. And I'm not real big on Billy Napier. Missouri is Missouri. I mean, outside of Vanderbilt, who from the East could you have wanted more than Missouri? At Ole Miss, that's a toss-up game each and every year. Georgia's a loss no matter where you play them. Starkville, Athens, Atlanta, the moon, it doesn't matter where you play Georgia, you're going to lose to them. And then you have Tennessee and Texas. Tennessee had a great season last year. I think they're a program on the rise. I think they're going up. You might lose that game, but my goodness, think about how many years you play at Alabama and LSU. You lose those games, it's no different. And then Texas, we'll see. We'll see what that is. I don't know what Texas is going to be in the SEC. But people are on here just looking at it and going, yeah, yeah, they're, they're freaking out, man. They're freaking out, man. Just calm down. It's going to be okay. Not that bad. So we're starting to see stuff. Texas, Texas A&M, uh, back at Kyle Field. Who have we got here? What is what is already here? So Oklahoma's schedule is out. There's the first ever SEC schedule for the Sooners. They're home against Alabama, South Carolina, Tennessee. Texas is in the Cotton Bowl. And then they're away at Auburn, at LSU, at Ole Miss, at Missouri. Welcome to the SEC, guys. Alabama, Tennessee, Auburn, LSU, and Ole Miss. Have fun with that. 
I think Texas's schedule is out as well. I may have to watch this little quick uh, video here. So Texas will be playing Florida, Georgia, Kentucky State at home, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Texas A&M, Vanderbilt on the road. So Texas, Texas A&M back at Kyle Field for the first time since 2013. Love it. Glad to see that back on the schedule. So it's everything starting to come out now. Uh, on these schedules, and, and and I thought you know Peter Burns uh, tweeted it earlier this morning. I really like that everybody in the conference will either have Texas or Oklahoma on the schedule. State obviously gets Texas. Ole Miss has Oklahoma. Those will be fun trips and fun games to host over the next few years. So, yeah, st- state schedule. So let's look at the whole schedule now. Let's take the uh, the, the non conference games that we already know uh, into account. State has games with. Eastern Kentucky. Uh, I've forgotten it already. Eastern Kentucky. They're at Arizona State, Utah State, and UMass. Those games are already locked in. The dates for those games are already set. We don't have dates, so make it clear on that one. No dates have been set yet for these, these conference games, except for the Egg Bowl, which I will assume is on Thanksgiving. But... As you, if you're a longtime college football fan, you know that Texas, Texas A&M used to be played on Thanksgiving night. Could see that the Egg Bowl back on a Saturday. We'll see. I don't know for sure on that one. Have no verification on that yet. So we know Eastern Carolina, Eastern Kentucky. I'm sorry, Arizona State, Utah State. Those are the first three games of the season next year. So Week Four will be State's first conference game, and then UMass is October the 19th. Yeah. And then we'll have you, you, the, the other games at home, Texas A&M, Arkansas, Florida, Missouri, at Ole Miss, at Georgia, at Tennessee, at Texas. Georgia's the one that stands out because State has played there now uh, four of the last five at Georgia. And they've played, I think State's played Georgia more than anybody in the West over the last 12 years than, than, than anyone except Auburn. State played Georgia in 2010, 2011, played them again in 2017, played them in the COVID year in 2020, and then obviously played them last year at, at, in Starkville. Uh, so they've just been playing uh, a lot of, uh, uh, they've just been seeing Georgia a lot. Uh, so I don't know. One thing that we talked about on Sports Talk that, I, that I'm interested in is obviously this is a one-off schedule, right? We, we all believe that this, the league is going to go to nine games next year. So, you know, if you're a Mississippi State fan, you're thinking, oh, well, great, well, Texas will be in Starkville next year. Eh, probably not. But what I'm wondering is, and that maybe Texas could be in Starkville, if you're going to go next year to the 3-6 model, if you're going to have three permanents and six uh, rotating, are your other two permanents already on here? You know Mississippi State is Ole Miss or permanents. Are your other two permanents already on there? That would be interesting because I think a lot of people thought that State would stick with Kentucky and Ole Miss would get Vanderbilt in perpetuity. And that's not the case this year. This is the first time State hasn't played Kentucky since when? I'd have to go back and look. I saw a tweet earlier from one of my followers that said, this will be the first time since 1951, that's our, since 1952, that State has not played Alabama, Auburn, LSU all in the same year. That's, I mean, that's a lot of history and tradition, but I think it's obviously for the betterment of Mississippi State. I mean, not having those things. Of course, you know, not, I mean, think about it. Mississippi State, you know, yeah, they play Georgia, but no Alabama and no LSU. I mean, that's a trade you're willing to make. I'm willing to trade out. I mean, if I have to choose between Alabama and Georgia, I don't really care. You know, do I want to get punched in the face or punched in the stomach? Which one does it, does it really matter? No, it doesn't. 
But if I got to switch between LSU and Tennessee, I'll t- I'd rather play Tennessee. Much rather play Tennessee than, than go down to Tiger Stadium again, for sure. So it's not that bad. It's really not that bad. You know, right now I would tell you that you know, now, state has a lot of question marks going into next year. You know, we're we're only two months from the start of the twenty twenty three season. But let me go ahead and preview twenty twenty four for you. But this is a, a lot of seniors on this year's team. You're going to have a new quarterback. I think State will be in the portal for a quarterback in 2024. I don't know that they'll be ready to hand the reins over to Chris Parsons, Chris Parson, I'm sorry, in year one, or as a redshirt freshman, I should say. You know, you're going to lose a lot off your defense. But they've recruited pretty well there, and the portal does exist. So, you know, we'll see. It's, it's impossible. You know, you think about like 10 years ago, I could have easily said, okay, well, this is 2020. This is this team, and looking ahead to next year, these guys are going to have to step up. Now, I don't know. The the guys who might step up for Mississippi State might not be playing for Mississippi State this year. That's just the way that you have to look at it. So, and you know, We had any other full scale. I guess they put Oklahoma and Texas out first. Good for them. Uh, yeah. They're, now all I'm seeing, all, the only full schedules I'm seeing right now is uh, Texas and Mississippi, or sorry, Texas and Oklahoma. And, of course, we have Mississippi State and Ole Miss. I haven't said the Ole Miss schedule yet. We'll, we'll do that uh, real quick here. Ole Miss's schedule is as follows. Uh, at home, obviously, Mississippi State, Kentucky, Oklahoma, Georgia. Oof. And then on the road, at LSU, at Arkansas, at Florida, at South Carolina. Glad they kept Ole Miss LSU. Hopefully they put it on Halloween this year. And glad they get the Ole Miss Arkansas, the craziest game in college football year in year out. I wanted, I like keeping that game uh, right where it is. That's not an easy schedule for Ole Miss either. I mean, the, the, but again, it's the SEC. Nobody, nobody is gonna ha- nobody's gonna walk out of tonight and say, "Well, we've got it pretty easy." Nick. Now, I guess Georgia might. Alabama could. I think Alabama and Georgia are gonna end up playing each other in the regular season, which is great. It needs to happen. So, it's good stuff there. I love, by the way, in case you can't tell, very excited about this. Very happy about it. This is college football, man. We're talking about real stuff. We're not talking about NIL. We're not talking about conference realignment and expansion. and None of this NIL and congressional hearings. This is games. This is teams. Let's go to Austin. Let's go get some... I've got a pro tip for you. If you go to Austin, if you want to go to Franklin Barbecue and not have to sit in line for six hours... Just order it to go. If you order place a hundred dollar order, you can just pick it up. Just walk right in. And brisket over there is like thirty five dollars or a half pound. So a hundred dollar order is nothing. That's lunch for me. Nobody else can eat. All right, we'll be back in just a minute. We'll keep talking about the schedule and a lot more here on Thunder and Lightning. Mississippi. Listen up! There is a storm coming! Arana, you're pulling some new music out. What is this? This is good. Yeah, I felt like some Falconer today. I like it. Good stuff. 
Thunder and Lightning, we are reacting live to the SEC schedule review. Reveal what's happening on the SEC Network if you want to watch. But uh, we'll just go through what we have so far. We've already mentioned Texas and Oklahoma. They did allow the new guys to go first. Very kind. That's Southern hospitality. Welcome to the SEC. We're going to bring you a uh, uh, potato salad, a hash brown casserole. We're going to double carb you. Some some pulled pork and, and kick you right in the butt when we get to see your football team. Uh, Alabama, here's their schedule. As you might guess, they've kept Auburn. That's a home game. Georgia at Alabama. Ooh, there we go. Now we're talking. Missouri and South Carolina rounds out the home schedule for the Tide. They're at LSU, at Oklahoma, at Tennessee, at Vanderbilt. So they get Georgia, LSU, and Oklahoma, but they do get the uh, the cushion of Vanderbilt. Not bad. And Missouri. Not bad. That's pretty fair for the Alabama. I, mean, I know you're going to say, like, Alabama, what do they deserve with fair? But, you know, that, that's what we got. Arkansas will host LSU, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Texas. And go to Auburn, Mississippi State, Missouri, and Texas A&M. That game we played in Arlington uh, has been the norm. That's a very normal-looking schedule, right? Looks like a normal SEC schedule, and they just picked up Texas. Nothing wrong with that. Auburn is up. Arkansas, Oklahoma, Texas A&M, Vanderbilt at home. Alabama, Georgia, Kentucky, Missouri on the road. What a weird road schedule, right? You get two relatively you know easy. Kentucky is, is a good team, but... I mean, you and I, they're not the other two. Missouri is Missouri. But then you got to go to Alabama and Georgia. Have fun with that, Auburn fans. That'll, that'll, that sounds exciting. Uh, they released, uh, next one up alphabetically should be Georgia, right? So I guess we're in a commercial break. We got to, we got to, we got to wait on those things. Just dumb. Just, just release the schedule, guys. It's not, not that, it's not that big. Oh, here we go. We got Florida out. Okay. Florida at home, LSU, Texas A&M, Kentucky, Ole Miss on the road, Texas, uh, Tennessee, Mississippi State, and they will play Georgia, uh, uh, in, of course, the, uh, in Jacksonville in the world's largest outdoor, uh, cocktail party. So that's good. That's good. All right. We'll wait on the, uh, the rest of these. This is a lot of fun for me, in case you can't tell. I'm actually I'm truly enjoying myself uh, watching this. So what do you think about Mississippi State's 2024 schedule? I mean, just on the surface, you know, again, i got to know who's playing quarterback. But if I'm going to make an assumption here, that Mississippi State will have competent quarterback play in 2024. Be it from the portal, or they feel confident that Chris Parson is ready to go. I mean, I think they can win their non-conference games. Three of them are at home against real pushovers. The Arizona State game, I mean, that's a tough, interesting game. But I, I, I've said it before, SEC versus Pac-12, in most instances, I'm going to take the SEC team. So I think State can get those four games. So it's can they get three more of, of what they've got left? I mean, surely I think they can beat Missouri. Arkansas, A&M, Florida at home, surely they can get one of those. Maybe two. That would be your three wins. And then the Egg Bowl is, is a toss-up. It's going to be tough to win at Georgia, at Tennessee, at uh, Texas. But that could be a 7-8 win team. I think in year two, with what this team loses, that's a perfectly acceptable year if, if, you, get, if you get to that. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think anybody's going to complain if that's the case. Uh, so, all right, we got a couple more out here. Now we got Georgia. Yeah, well, Georgia. Georgia will host Tennessee, Auburn, and Mississippi State. Go to Texas, Alabama, Kentucky, Ole Miss, and then play Florida, as we just mentioned, in the neutral site. 
And then we have Kentucky as well. Kentucky, Georgia, Auburn, South Carolina, Vanderbilt. That's the home slate. Texas, Tennessee, Florida, Ole Miss is the road slate. Interesting that, and this was a, something I mentioned, you know, we, we talked about on Sports Talk, interesting that Kentucky's back at Ole Miss after being there last year. I also thought the conference would flip Florida and Tennessee for Mississippi State. I thought that State, having not been to Florida since 2010, and State not having hosted Tennessee since 2012, you would see those games flip, but they're not. State's going to host Florida and uh, go to uh, Tennessee. State's last trip to Tennessee, 2019, Joe Moorhead's last year. That was easily the nadir of the Joe Moorhead tenure. That was when you knew it was not going to work for Joe Moorhead when they went up there and not only lost to a really bad Tennessee team, but they played so uninspired in that game. Florida, not been in Starkville since 2018. We all know what that was, Mississippi State versus Florida. Dan Mullins returned to Starkville where they got the win uh, in a brutally awful game to watch. So, State hasn't played Texas since 1999. That game, of course, was in the Cotton Bowl. and hasn't start, State hasn't been to Austin since 1992. Uh, Jackie Sherrill's second year where uh, he took the Bulldogs over there. Uh, and won that game behind Sleepy Robinson, 28-10. Of course, Jackie beat Texas his first two years at uh, Mississippi State. All right, we've got LSU out uh, at uh, the home with Bama, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, on the road, Florida, Texas A&M, Arkansas, South Carolina. Ole Miss is out, but we already know the Ole Miss schedule. LSU-Bama on the schedule, I like that. I think LSU-Oklahoma uh, is a lot of fun. Uh, I was kind of hoping for LSU-Texas. The first year, but you know what, Oklahoma, Oklahoma and Tiger Stadium, I'm I'm good with that. I already mentioned I like keeping Ole Miss on the LSU schedule. I like keeping Florida on the LSU schedule. That's been a, a, a good rivalry game through the years. Arkansas, they get to keep the boot for one more year. I don't think Arkansas is going to remain a permanent. And Texas A&M stays on their schedule as well. Interested to see where Texas A&M will be on the LSU schedule because I would imagine Texas Texas A&M is going to be the final game of the regular season for those two schools. So we'll see. Anybody else out yet? There's Mississippi State. We already know that one. And look, we were absolutely correct on Sports Talk Mississippi. So no no questions asked. Florida, Texas A&M, Arkansas, Missouri at home, Georgia, Texas, Tennessee, Ole Miss. That's your road schedule. Missouri, Oklahoma, Auburn, Arkansas, Vanderbilt at home. That's not that bad for Missouri. Then on the road, Bama, Texas A&M, South Carolina, Mississippi State. I don't know their non-conference. That could be a 6-7 win Missouri team. First time since 1947, Mississippi State won't play Bama. First time since 1954, they won't play Auburn. First time since 1943, they won't play LSU. That comes from uh, my friend Justin Frommer from the Commercial Dispatch. He just tweeted that out. A lot of, lot of tradition. A lot of tradition going going by the wayside, but in Mississippi State's you know favor, I mean I guess you know the Auburn series recently has been one Mississippi State has done well in, you know and and I, I do believe Freeze is going to get that program going in the right direction, but State's been competitive with Auburn through the last decade. LSU is a state a series that's become a lot more competitive. State's won three of the last ten, I think. Which I mean, if you're thinking that's not very good, well they lost twenty one of the previous twenty two before that. And the series has just been better overall. I mean, there, you look at that twenty-one and that one and twenty-one. There were a lot of 35, 40 point losses for Mississippi State. Now they lose by six, by three, by ten. You know, it's, it's a lot more competitive um, recently. Alabama is. I mean, we all know, right? 
I understand that people are a little miffed about playing Georgia. I get that. But throw a party that Mississippi State and Alabama aren't playing each other probably for the next two years. That's a great thing. State needed to get, they needed a break. State needed a break from Alabama. They needed to move away just for a couple years. You know, it's not you, it's me. Something like that. Let's see here. Uh, we got South Carolina out yet? I don't see South Carolina. All right, let's let's move on here. We got Texas. We got Tennessee and Texas A and M though. That's weird that the S isn't ready. Let me see if I can just find it. Here we go. South Carolina, LSU, Ole Miss, Texas A and M, Missouri at home, Bama, Kentucky, Oklahoma, Vandy on the road. Uh, Tennessee. I'm sorry. Texas A and M has uh, no no. It's Tennessee, Alabama, Florida, Kentucky, Mississippi State at home, Georgia, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Vandy on the road. Texas A&M, <coughs> excuse me, LSU, Texas, Texas, Missouri, and Arkansas, but that is a neutral site game. Florida, Auburn, South Carolina, Mississippi State are your road games for the Aggies. And then rounded out with Vanderbilt, Texas, Tennessee, Bama, South Carolina, on the road to LSU, Auburn, Mizzou, Kentucky. I'll be honest, if you're Vanderbilt, you did about as good as you could, right? You were going to keep Tennessee the whole time. South Carolina, Mizzou, Kentucky, not that bad. Auburn, not that bad for you. That's not a, that's not a terrible schedule for uh, our friends at uh in Nashville. What is this guy saying? One real SEC home game? What what is this guy saying? The people who follow me on Twitter are weird. Though. If you're one of them, I'm talking about you. All right, we're gonna switch gears. We'll talk a little uh, little baseball when we come back. Mississippi State still looking. For a pitching coach. Will they find one? Well, your guess is as good as mine. Maybe you should apply. We'll talk more about that when we come back. And we'll continue the schedule talk as well here on Sports Talk Mississippi. This is Thunder and Lightning. We'll be back in just a minute. Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi on a Wednesday night as we're all enjoying the reveal of the 2024 SEC football schedule, a schedule that's been so long in the making. It feels, it really does feel like just the other day that Richard Cross and I were in Hoover uh, talking to Billy Lucci from Texags, ironically, when the news broke that Texas and Oklahoma would be coming to the SEC. I just remember uh, looking across at... Uh, I, there was another, I think it was, I think it was actually uh, ESPN 1045 uh, down in Baton Rouge, and I think uh, Matt Moscona had Greg Sankey on at that time. 
What a, what a coup for him. He, he could not have had any idea that this was going to happen when he scheduled that interview. So lucky, lucky Matt. But you look up and Bruce Feldman and Andy Staples and Barrett Sali and a bunch of others are just sitting around there waiting for him to get done so they could ask him a question. I, I remember texting. I think I texted, uh, his name was a friend of mine named Brooks Cabina who covered, uh, LSU at the time. And I said, a bunch of y'all sitting over there just to get a no comment. And he's like, yep. <laughs> and I decided it sticks in my mind. And here we are finally to the schedule. Oh, and by the way, we got what? Uh, 16 months, 15 months before these games are going to happen. We have an entire football season in front of us before a single one of these games is actually going to happen. But it's fun to talk about. It's fun to talk about. Let's talk about some baseball, though. Let's let's let's, just, let's get on that 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 train for just a minute. Mississippi State still looking for a pitching coach. The College World Series starts uh, Friday, by the way. I was under the impression. My thought process was that State made its move on Scott Foxhall to get the jump on this. And yet I'm seeing coaches getting hired left and right and still nobody here at Mississippi State. I'm seeing players come out of the portal, making their final choices, where they're going to end up. None of them at Mississippi State. At this time a year ago, State already had uh, Gartman, Ledbetter, and Dome in the boat with more coming. They don't have anybody except for a... uh, a reliever out of a D2 school. Now, he may end up being the next Landon Sims. I don't know. But it's concerning. It's it, You're allowed to be concerned. You, you, you don't have to be paranoid. You don't have to you know, be nervous. You don't have to be worried about it. But you can be concerned. You don't have to jump off a bridge or anything. But it's odd that the regular season for Mississippi State has been over for three weekends, and, and State has not made a, a, a hire. It felt like at the time that that Scott Foxhall's departure was announced, they were like, okay, they're going to have somebody lined up, ready to go. And before you say, well, other teams are playing, blah, 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 Georgia has announced Wes Johnson as their head coach, and he's still coaching. He's in the College World Series. At best, he won't take over for another week. So don't tell me that Mississippi State can't, even if their guy is still coaching, that they can't say, well, this is our guy. They Don't tell me that. I'm not going to buy it from you. That's just me. That's just my thought process. So I'm surprised. Now, I'm not surprised in another way. I guess I should say I'm surprised and not surprised. Does that just make me normal? I don't know. But this is a tough sell. Because every coach is going to look at this situation and go... I mean, if if they don't turn if it doesn't turn around next year, I'll be looking for another job. I'll be I'll be you know, do we even need to unpack? Should I just go by myself and get an apartment? You know, are you and they're going to demand a contract with a you know a buyout because they don't want to come here and, and it, it not go right. You know, these guys aren't miracle workers unless unless they they've got a couple of of aces up their sleeve, and I mean that literally. It's going to be tough. For Mississippi State to turn things around next season, I'll just go. I just, I, I, that's what I believe. I think they'll be able. I think next year's team is going to be kind of similar to this year's. They'll, they'll hit the ball okay, but where's the pitching? State needs not one but two guys they can throw out there on a Friday and a Saturday. I think Kate Smith is great on a Sunday, maybe good on a Saturday. 
But you've got to have a couple of front-line guys. And are those guys in the portal? And if they are, can you get to them before it's too late? Other teams are, are starting to pick guys out. They got to get that figured out, and it needs to be done quickly. I'm surprised it's not. I'm I am I, I'm more surprised that it's not done than I'm surprised that I'm. Let me see, let me see if I can. Let me hold on. The my 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 brain is failing me here. I'm less surprised that it's not done than I am not surprised that it's not done. Does that make sense? You see what I'm saying? I'm Ron Burgundy. I don't know. I don't know, man. I I, I knew it was going to be tough. I knew they they would they would struggle trying to find a top notch guy. You know, and and the, this has been another one of those offensive coordinator kind of things, right? Where you hear a name at eight o'clock in the morning, and by six o'clock in the evening, he's out. I I think Mississippi State has really done a, a nice job. I think they've launched a counteroffensive against sources. I think they're leaking information to people and like, oh yeah, let's let's see if you can get them to print this. And then you come back a couple hours later, like, nope, not not the case. I don't know because I you know a name pops up and then you're like, all right, it looks like it's trending this way, and then it's nope, he's out. Like what happened from the I I just went to get lunch and the guy guy's out. What happened? Let's see here. Do I think State wanted Christian Ostrander from USM? I think State would have loved to have had Christian Ostrander from USM. Uh, I don't know that Christian Ostrander wanted to come to Mississippi State, especially once Scott Barry retired. You knew Ostrander was going to be the new head coach. So there was, I mean, that was a, a futile effort in, the, in that. If, if Scott Barry were remaining and he and Ostrander knew it might be three, four more years for him before he could take that head job, he might have come to Mississippi State. He, he might have been interested at that point. We'll see. Do you know the problem might be no transfers or coaches want to come to a lame duck head coach situation? Yeah, I do know that. I just said it. I literally just said that. Just just came out of my mouth. Brian, that's why they should have canned Lamonis, Lee and Benton. I, 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 you know, that's what I said. I, I, I was surprised that they didn't. I, I still remain surprised that they didn't just go. I, I feel, I feel like it's just rare for a guy to get a third year after two bad years and hear him turn it around. We'll see. Zach and Oxford, I got that Richard Cross way of explaining things nowadays. Oh, me. What about the Nickel State head coach? What about him? He's out. He's not coming. Moving on. What happened with the coach from Nichols? He's out. He's out. Not happening. Cross him off then. Not going to happen. Are any of the guys who were hurt all year options to be potential starters next year? No. No. What guys were hurt all year? Stone Simmons? No. Stone Simmons is a reliever. Brooks Auger is a reliever. No. You know, and I mean, I love Gerangelo. I love Bradley Lawson. I think they're big time players. But I mean, are they going to take that kind of jump? I mean, you saw what they were this year. Bradley Lawson was injured for most of the year. That's another one that uh, from uh, from Jason there. Guy was hurt. He could he could take a big step. I I love what he brings to the table. I love Senjay. Especially, I think Senjay needs to go ahead and and just be a right handed pitcher. 
He was much more effective this year as a righty than a lefty. But are they going to take a step that they can be a Friday and Saturday night starter in the SEC? That's the question we have. So we'll see. 60% of the time, it works every time. You're right about that, Tim. Tim from Tupelo. It's made with bits of real Panther. You know it works. Pico Khan, yeah, Pico, but I don't know that Pico's a starter. I think he's a bullpen guy. I think he's, you know, he's a guy that you would like to have in the bullpen. And I mean, with Tommy John, he had it, what, midseason? I would not expect him to be back at the start of the season next year. He might be able to contribute late. But think about Stone Simmons and Brooks Auger. Both those guys had, you know, Stone Simmons was out the same time as Landon Sims. He wasn't able to pitch this year. So, I mean, I'm not, I, I don't know that Pico Khan will, will, you know, will be back in the rotation next year. They're gonna, they, they would love to have him. You hope he can help, but I don't know. I don't know. Very odd situation. I, I The fact that, like I said, other teams are, are getting head coaches and, and they're hiring their pitching coaches, and State, who has been without a pitching coach since mid-May, early May, and they don't have him yet, that's that, that's weird to me. I really thought it was going to be a process where they would identify their target, have it kind of, you know, unspoken agreement, and then come to the end of the, maybe the end of the conference tournaments, or at least, the, by the very least, the end of the NCAA, the first round, the, for the regionals, that it would be done. But it's not. It's not. All right, we'll wrap it up when we come back. One last thought about schedules when we, when we come back. This is Thunder and Lightning live here on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. If they call a celebration penalty on this, I'll shoot them. go-around here on Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. If you ever miss this uh, show, if you ever miss a Thunder and Lightning podcast, just go to where you have podcasts. Wherever you get a podcast, those shows are available. This show is available. All our extra interviews are available. Also tomorrow, Thunder and Lightning will be live at Long's Fish Camp in Enterprise, Mississippi, over there in Clark County. Come join us for lunch. Long's usually not open for lunch, but they heard Thunder and Lightning were coming to town. They were like, let's open the doors. So we'll be there as part of the Thunder and Lightning Catfish Tour, brought to you by our good friends over at Superior Catfish uh, for our live show. Let's go back over it one last time in case you missed it. Here is Mississippi State's uh, schedule as we reported on uh, Sports Talk Mississippi about 4.30 this afternoon. Mississippi State will play at home in 2024, Texas A&M, Arkansas, Florida, and Missouri they will travel to Ole Miss, Georgia, Tennessee, and Texas. And of course, there are four non-conference games: Eastern Carolina. I'm sorry, I keep saying Carolina. Eastern Kentucky, 
Arizona State on the road, Utah State, UMass. You know, as a road schedule goes, at you know, obviously in Oxford every year, you know that. But at Athens, at Knoxville, at Austin, and at Tempe, Arizona, that's a pretty fun schedule. If you're a person that travels and goes with the team everywhere, you're going to have a good time in 2024, I think. It's going to be hot. You hope those tech, that Texas game isn't, you know, you know, you know, Arizona State, September the 7th in Arizona. The good news is they'll probably do what they did two years ago and play it at, you know, 8 o'clock at night. So hopefully the desert have cooled off a little bit by then. Uh, but you hope that Texas game is not your first uh, conference game. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to be playing that in the last week of September. It'll be scalding hot there, uh, on the 40 acres. I'm going to that one. I'm going to go to Texas. Whether I'm there in professional capacity or not, I will, uh, I will be in Austin, Texas. I'm going to just go ahead and make those plans now. Uh, to, I've been to Austin once and I had an incredibly good time there and I'm looking forward to doing it again. So, congrats. Shout out to Richard Cross, by the way. And you guys, you know, I like, to, I like to take my shots at him, but he had this news before anybody else did. He had the full Ole Miss and Mississippi State schedule. So, Sports Talk Mississippi. You know, we don't break a ton of news, but when we do, it's news that matters. You know, maybe we can't break who you know the uh, the the brand new offensive analyst is for for Mississippi State or Ole Miss. But when you want to know what the full SEC schedule is two hours ahead of time, hey, come talk to us. We have that information. So, good stuff. Way to go, Richard. Um, and there we go. And that's probably you know, obviously we'll talk about them tomorrow's Thunder and Lightning podcast, but. Then I gotta leave it behind because we've got time to talk about football. It's time to talk about 2023. The schedule that's actually gonna get played this year. The team that you currently have. It's all that coming up here. Anything else worth, anything else worth talking about here? This is, this is a fun day though. Seeing all these things coming up. I have a friend of mine who's an Oklahoma fan. He's like, that's a rough schedule. And you know exactly what I said to him, right? Welcome to the SEC. Like, what, what did you expect? Huh? Do you think you're just going to get Vanderbilt, Missouri, South Carolina, Kentucky, State, and Ole Miss, and maybe Arkansas? No. You get Alabama and LSU. Congrats. Welcome. Like I said, you know, hey, when, when, when new neighbors come to the neighborhood, we're going to have a cookout. We're going to invite y'all over, and we're going we're gonna to put some pork butts on the grill, some ribs. Meemaw's going to make her, her her famous cornbread. But after that, we're going to talk about you behind your back. And in this case, talking about you behind your back means State and Ole Miss are probably going to beat up on Ole Miss, Oklahoma and Texas in year one. And as well as the rest of you, I'm really worried about Oklahoma. We'll talk more about that probably in the coming months, obviously, but I don't see it with Venables. I don't know, man. If they're not good this year, I, I, I said, that's my prediction. I'm on the record. If Oklahoma doesn't win like at least nine games this year, I don't know that Brent Venables ever sees that first SEC media days. So, by the way, I don't know if, if I don't know if I mentioned it on this show or not. I know I've mentioned it elsewhere, but uh, it's believed. I think it, they haven't made it official, but SEC media days in 2024 it's supposed to be in Dallas. How appropriate, right? First year with them in the conference and with Texas in the conference, and 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 we're going to go to Dallas. Looking forward to that. I try. I already said I want to know if I can expense a pair of ostrich boots and a ten-gallon Stetson. I'll get some content out of it. Will East, if you're listening, let me know. Let me let me know who to send that receipt to. But we'll do some video. 
I'll get out there on, an oil, on one of those oil towers and we'll recreate some great scenes from Dallas. If, does anyone know what Victoria Principal's doing these days? Call her up. See if she's interested. We'll do a scene. That'd be great. All right. Thanks to Rhino. He makes everything run smooth for us here on Thunder and Lightning. Thanks to you guys for tuning in. Appreciate it. And uh, I'll talk to you again very, very soon. Don't forget, Thunder and Lightning podcast out tomorrow. And, again, Thunder and Lightning on the road, Enterprise, Mississippi, Long's Fish Camp on the Superior Catfish Tour. Talk to you guys again real soon. Bye. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.